This is the Milo Beasley Show. This is the Milo Beasley Show. There's only one thing you need to know. This is the Milo Beasley Show. And now, here's your host, Milo Beasley. And welcome to the Milo Beasley Show. It's our first episode of the new year, and I'm super excited. I was able to talk to our last guest in person last year at Epcot's uh, International Festival of the Arts, and I'm so glad to be able to have him on this week to be able to talk about his uh, his work, his upcoming appearances at said festival. So please help me welcome at this time, Dave Perillo. How are you doing, man? Good. How are you doing? I'm I'm, I'm doing really good. Uh, you know, uh, just ran uh, ran a 5K today at Disney. So. Um, <laughs> Uh, getting ready to go to bed. It's only like six o'clock while we're recording and I'm getting ready to go to bed because 2 a.m. comes very, very quickly. Are you doing that tomorrow? Yeah, I'm doing uh 5k. T- I did a 5k today, 10k tomorrow, half oh. marathon on Saturday and a full marathon because I'm dumb wow. on Sunday. Wow. <laughs> See, I only <laughs> run when I'm being chased. That's my rule. <laughs> it's a, it's a good philosophy and, yeah. uh, and I have to pay for this too. So I don't know yeah. what I'm I don't wow. know what I'm thinking. Man. So okay. yeah, so uh coming up on Epcot's you know Festival of the Arts, I was super excited to be able to, to chat with you last year, be able to pick up a, a couple pieces. Yeah. Um, so let's let's talk about that real quick. Uh you're coming up, uh coming down. Uh what is this? So next weekend, yeah. Uh so j- basically January 15th through the 21st. It's a long stretch, yeah. Yeah, it's a long stretch. Uh, are you prepared for the Florida winter, as we like to call it? It's still 80 degrees outside. Yeah, I'm ready for it. It's supposed to snow. We're getting snow tonight. So, yeah, I, I want to get out of here. So. Snow, man. I've only ever seen snow like twice in my life. So yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't know what to do living in that. No, nah, it's not fun. It never gets – it never gets – some people like it. I don't know. I, I, I never liked it, so. Yeah. So how many times is, has, well, have you been to, I guess that the, the Festival of the Arts is relatively new, but have you been doing it every year since its inception? I didn't do the first year, and okay. but I, I've been there every year since. So I guess it started, I think it started in 20, it's either 2018 or 2017. It's, right. started, it's only a few years old. Um, and I was there the second year that they had it. So I think it was the second. Yeah. And I've been there now. This is my fourth time, so that's yeah. awesome, and always a good time at Walt Disney World, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so, are you able to bring like the whole family down, or is it because is it school, so they can't, they're not able to come out? No, I pull, I'm pulling them out of school. Uh, I didn't bring them down last year, obviously, because COVID was crazy. So, uh, right this year, <laughs> we thought it was going to be better, but you know, I'm pulling them out anyway. Uh, they're probably safer at Disney than they would be at school at this point. <laughs> so we're all coming down for the week. So That's awesome. Fun. What's uh, what's your favorite park out of uh, the Walt Disney World parks? In Walt Disney World, um, yeah. probably Epcot. Okay. Yeah, I do like Epcot a lot. It's it's uh, it's unique. I I, I always I, I went there when I when it first opened, so I have nostalgia for it. Right, I see how it's evolved, but I I, I liked I like the the countries. I like that you have the other sex, the future world. It's just a neat park. Yeah, and uh, we just opened up 
Remy's uh, Ratatouille adventure there. Yes, very excited for that. Yeah. Uh, so besides, okay. So outside of Walt Disney World, what other parks have you been to, and do you have a favorite of those? Uh, well, my my personal favorite probably is, is Disneyland. Um, it's just classic. Uh, it, it that one hasn't that one it seems like it hasn't changed too much. Like right. I mean, obviously they have added you know Galaxy's Edge and they've added Toontown since, and there's been changes, but it still feels like it's something out of the past. Like there's. There's a lot of nostalgia for it. Um, Absolutely, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to agree. Disneyland yeah. is is I mean it's way up there. It's it's definitely better than Walt Disney World. I will say it's that hundred percent. I like that you can you can get from point A to point B, and it it's it has a it has a it has a better flow. Like Walt Disney World, I feel like when you're there, you're like, okay, I got to get from here to here. How do I get there? I can't get there. There's a parade going on now, and so. Disneyland always seems like if you want to get from one side to the other, you can be there in 15 minutes and it's not a big deal. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to agree, but dude, I, I, I'm going to agree about Epcot. I absolutely love Epcot. It's a, it's a, a great park and they're, they're working on expanding it. We have guardians of the galaxy coming. And of course it seems like all year round now with the exception of maybe two weeks somewhere for transitions, there's always a festival going on. Yeah. Yeah, by design, I think they figured that out, that Epcot's such a huge footprint that they can kind of always have a festival going on there. It's such a, it's a great park for to have their festivals in. Like, you couldn't do it in Hollywood Studios. It's too small. It's too tight. Right. It's perfect. It's perfect for Epcot. Right. I I, I agree. And again, speaking of, uh, you know, you know, here's your dates, uh, you know, coming up 15th through 21st. So a whole week. And uh, you're debuting a couple a couple new pieces, correct? Yes, I got four new pieces. I always try and do four every time. Um, just seems like a good number. Uh, I, I I gotta say, I'm a huge fan of. Uh, I I mean, what? Are, so, what is the official? T- I mean, there are attract you know like attraction posters, I guess. But is there an official title for that that style? Well, I mean, I kind of got the idea to start doing them because of these the original attraction posters that they used to just put up at Disneyland. They would just kind of right. have them as you went in. And I I got to visit the archives a few years back and I saw them, the real ones that they would put up and I'm like they're so they were screen printed, they're so vibrant, they're so cool. And I kind of got the ideas like, well, I just want to kind of do a series of that with like my own kind of style to it because it kind of is similar to how they used to do them. And, um, so I guess, I guess they're just, they're kind of like throwback attraction posters. Absolutely. I, I think I, I think we probably have about 10 different ones. Um, <laughs> we're, we're a huge, a huge fan uh, of the series. Um, and then, so the, the ones that have been announced so far, Maelstrom, Orange Bird, and an amazing looking spaceship earth. Yeah. That's one I've wanted to do for a while now is, is spaceship earth. Uh, I saw, and I saw the sketch that you, the, you know, the, you know, the, the sketch that you had posted of that, of, of the orange bird. Uh, very, very cool. So, um, so how does, so when you're, when you're working on these is the idea, are you just sketching and coming up? Oh, maybe I should do this one. Maybe I should do this one. Or are you like, okay, I really want to do this one. So this is the one that I'm going to do. I have like, like a list that I kind of go through and, you know, like every year I'm like, I'm going to do these four this year. And well, with Festival of the Arts, they don't want you to do, they don't want it to be all Epcot. So I can't right. all of a sudden put out four Epcot. So I've been kind of putting them in 
like one each time. This time I snuck two in and I like to do like the ones that like, I always want to do like a defunct ride. That's not there anymore. Especially an Epcot has like so many rides that don't exist anymore. That right. Just keeps changing. Um, that it's easy to, for that part to do. Uh, so th that's kind of the process with that. And, and Disney's really cool with Wonderground. They're really cool with just letting artists kind of come up with their own thing. And they that's never awesome. really tell you, no, I mean, they have restrictions on certain things and there's right. weird things with like the safety, like the way you depict the ride. Like if, if there's a lap bar or a seat belt or that's gotta be kind of shown in there. And you can't have people with like their arms up, like like I did Splash Mountain, and I had the kids' arms up, and they're like, "No, no arms up." And I'm like, well, "Everybody does that, but I guess you can't depict that on a poster." So that that's pretty much like the only things that they ever say to you. They're never like, "No, we don't want you to do Spaceship Earth. We don't want to." Right. Yeah. That's uh, that's very interesting. I never I never thought about that. That's uh, yeah, very very interesting. And yeah, Spaceship Earth. I mean, what a great year to do it, considering that they just, you know, added all the the lights. Have you, you, you probably haven't seen it in person, have you? They had, they had the, they had the lights. I think last year when I was there, I think they? Just, they just, had, it just opened with the new, the front part, the what is that, what is that thing called? <laughs> the thing that used to be there that they brought back. That's the pillar. oh yeah, the pillars, yeah, yeah, pillar. yeah. And then they started doing, they had the lights on the spaceship earth too. I think it just, it, but it was brand new. So it was yeah. cool. It's really cool to yeah. see. They, they, they're doing some, some really, really cool uh, things with the, uh, with spaceship earth. Now I was there, they made, they turned the spaceship earth into um, uh, the death star one time. Oh, that's neat. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm digging. I'm, I'm hoping that to maybe see that again in the future. Now uh, let's backtrack a little bit. How did you even get involved with Disney in the first place? Oh, okay. Well, so I started just kind of doing pop culture fan art, you know, and putting it up on my own site. And I would go to like local comic conventions and sell stuff there. And then from that, I kind of got into, I got, well, I got into a gallery in LA called gallery 1988, which is like basically a, it's like a pop culture art gallery. Right. So their whole, every one of their shows is like revolves around like some kind of pop culture theme. And I guess when they decided to do Wonderground Gallery, they kind of got the idea from that pop culture gallery to do in Disney. So they went and they kind of looked for artists that were showing there. And right. I got an email from them saying, we're opening up this new gallery in downtown Disney in LA or Anaheim. And, we want to have artists come in and we want you to do your thing. Like we want your thing with our intellectual property. So I was like, yeah, down for that. So that's kind of how it started. So I've basically been with Wonderground since they, their first show that they opened, which was a, uh, it was like a Pixar show they did. It was their, right. their very first debut show. Oh, that's awesome. What was your, what was your first piece? It was a Monsters Inc. And then they wanted everyone to do a Mickey. So I got to do a Mickey too my first time, which was. That's awesome. Were you, were you a little bit nervous? Like, man, like, all right, they, they want Mickey. I know, you know, Mickey, but like, you know. Yeah. You kind of like, I, when I, I remember when I was doing sketches and stuff like that, they're like, no, 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 it's, it looks too much like Mickey. You got to do your own thing. And I'm like, are, you're, you're always, I'm always kind of weary when it's some like this iconic right. figure, you know, I was like, I'm not supposed to mess with this. And, <laughs> they let you 
they wanted though people to do their own thing, which was awesome. So, because a lot of companies, um, and even Disney in the past was very protective of their intellectual property, and they don't want it changed, and they don't want to look at different. But this whole model that they came up with was the exact opposite: to have artists do their own thing. And I mean, I love it. I think it's it's awesome. Right. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. And you get to see a lot of that at the Festival of the Arts, a lot of different styles of Mickey's, a lot of different styles of Stitch, of Figment, of there's and there's a lot of Orange Bird lately around, you know, uh, these, these couple of years. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you get to see all that different style. So as opposed to, you know, traditional or whatever, whatever traditional happens to be at the moment, such as the uh, what is the Mickey shorts right now is the the look that Disney, the official Disney look that, that they're yeah. doing. So. Um, now when you're doing, you know, these, uh, events at, you know, such as festival of the arts, um, have you ever been, have you been able to go and talk to different artists that you had never been able to talk to before? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's great. I met, I'm from doing it for all these years now, I've met all these other Disney artists and it's cool. Cause we kind of have like a, it's, it's more like on social media cause you don't see each other very often, but you know, we get together when we are doing like signings, like there'll be some artists, I think down there when i'm down there so i you know we hang out we talk sometimes we would go to trader sam's and have drinks and <laughs> it's great because it's it's like you know working as like a freelance artist you're kind of in a bubble and you don't it's not like you're working in an office where you see other co-workers so a lot of times you're very isolated and the only time you get to see you know other people in your same profession is events like festival of the arts or like d23 or at like a convention like a comic convention or something like that so it's I, I love that aspect of it. And I've met so many great other artists that, you know, I admire and I love their styles. And, yeah, uh, absolutely. Now, again, you've mentioned, you know, doing comic conventions, D23. I mean, you've done a lot of things. You've worked for Disney. You've had some great collaborations. But I do have to say, like, I don't get jealous a lot, but I do have to say there's a, a, a lot. Of, I don't want to say a little jealousy, a lot of jealousy. You recently got to meet Gritty. Oh my God. <laughs> was it everything you wanted it to be? <laughs> it was, it was so the Gritty thing, it was like they had this, I've been, as soon as they showed Gritty, cause I'm, I live right outside of Philly. So I'm in the, I'm in the Gritty verse over here, you know? And um, I'm not even like a huge hockey fan or anything like that, but I love sports mascots and, and I'm, a, I'm more of a Sixers fan and their mascot stinks. And but the Flyers came out with Gritty and I'm like, this is amazing. This is so, this is the perfect mascot. He is everything you want in a mascot. And I said, I, I got to figure out how to meet him. So I've been always looking like, where's he going to be? Does he ever do appearances? And then I saw my friend went to this like cheesy, like Christmas light spectacular thing. And he's like, Gritty's there on Thursday nights. And I said to my wife, I said, Oh, Oh, I, I don't care how much it costs. We got to go and meet Gritty. So <laughs> that's, uh, and when he, he came out on like a scooter, like he comes flying in on a scooter and hops off. And I, I'm like in this crowd full of children and I just scream, Oh my God, it's Gritty. And I, was, I, I was way more excited than I think most of the people there to, to see Gritty. So, and then uh, my friend, it was funny too, because my friend was supposed to take the picture of me and Gritty and he had his glove on, you know, it's freezing out. So he, he didn't right. get the picture. And I said, what do, you, what do you mean? So I had to get back in line and get my picture again. Because he didn't get it the first time. So then Gritty's probably like, what's this psycho doing? <laughs> so, now, <laughs> yeah. 
Gritty's going back at the other night and be like, dude, did you see that guy that just kept looping the line? <laughs> Coming back around. What's he's pushing kids out of the way? He's like, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. I I too am a huge mascot fan. I actually work there's a there's a, a charity event every year in June here in Orlando called Mascot Games, where we invite uh mascots from all over the, the country and, and, and even Canada down. And we've been trying to get gritty for years. So maybe knock on wood that maybe yeah. one day we will be able to get gritty to come down here for, for mascot games. The, the guy, whoever, whoever does it is super talented. Just like the videos of him, all the stuff he does, he's doing backflips, flips in that suit. He's like, he's sinking baskets at like half court at Sixers games. I'm like this, he's awesome. He's just, I don't know how he does it. He's like a super athlete in this mascot suit. Right. I, I think he's the greatest. I mean, so Philly has to have the two greatest mascots on on the planet, right? Well, I have I have reservations about the Philly fanatic since I had an altercation with him as a child. So <laughs> the gritty kind of redeems the whole mascot thing for me because the fanatic like assaulted me when I was five. <laughs> you know how he like grabs people. So he scared right. the living daylights out of me one time. Like I was at a baseball card show and he was coming around and he, he shot the snoop thing right in my face. And it like, I was like this kid, I started getting all upset and crying and like, what the, what's this going on? So now I'm like afraid of the, <laughs> even though he's designed by like the Henson workshop, he's an awesome right. looking mascot, but personally I think he's a creep. So. <laughs> <laughs> so when you, when you, when you work on mascots are you're skipping the fanatic then, right? Uh, it's kind of hard to, he's such an iconic. Absolutely. Mascot. Absolutely. And a, a, another thing as I, as I looked over your page and that I, that I absolutely love is the detail that you go in with your kids on Halloween costumes. <laughs> yeah. I, think uh, I, get a I mean, they're <laughs> amazingly detailed is how much, how much uh, work effort pre-planning goes into these costumes. <laughs> I think I kind of force a lot of ideas on them. <laughs> <laughs> um, like well they because they say we want to do this and i said uh, we could do that or and then i come up with all these different ideas and they're like i don't understand like my daughter this year was the lucky charms leprechaun and, she, and i'm like okay i'm gonna do the box too and she's like i don't understand i said don't worry i got it and then i'm i spend probably way too much time and effort on them but it, it's <laughs> it's living vicarious it's you know it goes back to my childhood again because when i was a kid i i um i asked my mom to make me an elephant costume and it was the worst looking thing like god bless her soul <laughs> that she tried to like make this elephant costume for me but it was horrible so now i'm like determined like my kids halloween costumes have to look so good. i have to go out overboard on them that's awesome. and i love i don't i don't know if it's for the camera or if it's their actual reactions, but the stone face that they have, the non-smiling, just staring yeah. at, staring through the camera at you because you made them wear these costumes. Yeah. Yeah. They like it. They get a lot of attention. So it's like they go to their school parade and, and they get a lot of attention from the teachers and everything. And it's, it's fun. <laughs> That's that's fantastic. I Zoltar, I when I had my son be Zoltar from Big, that was probably I went. That was probably the most I did because I I actually printed out little fortunes for him to like put through the slot when people would come up, so you could get a fortune from Zoltar. So. That's that's the most amazing thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it was. Oh. It was a lot. Yeah, that's 
Now you, you mentioned, you know, living, living through your, your childhood, but I mean, you, you've done, you know, stuff with for superheroes, Ninja Turtles at New York Comic Con, the Simpsons. What is it like being able to make a living, basically living through your childhood? That, yeah, it's, it's awesome to get to draw the things that like, you know, it's always like, it's, I know it sounds kind of cliche, but it's like, if you could go back in time and tell yourself like one day someone's going to pay you to draw pictures of that cartoon you're watching right now the kid would probably be like, why is this grown man in my living room right now telling me this? <laughs> that's probably what I would say. But yeah, that's that's kind of like, it's it's always like, no matter how many times I get like a like a job will come in and they tell me what they want me to do. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. I really want to do that. You know? So, I mean, there's a lot of boring stuff in there that corporate work and things like that. Right. It's not as exciting, but when I I feel very fortunate that I get to do a lot of stuff with a lot of stuff I love. So it's, it's, it's awesome. That That's, has there, is there an IP that you are waiting on them that you are just dying to do that you're waiting on to do them officially or like unofficially? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've done so many. It's, it's like I'm running thin on, I feel like I've touched almost every, every kind of thing that I've been into. Like somehow, I guess, I think it'd be fun to like get to redesign like Kellogg's cereal, like corporate mascots. Like I think that like that would be fun right. to kind of do my own spin on that, or maybe even like come up with my own like design for an animated show like that. That would oh, that'd are, be awesome. Yeah, that would. <laughs> That's the only two things I could think of at the moment that you know I haven't really touched upon. So. Uh, another thing, obviously, besides the, the Disney park stuff that, that I, I love about your work is that, you know, that 50, 60 style vintage look, what, what is it about that style, that vintage look that, I mean, cause you could tell that you, you love working on, you can tell, you know, in, in the, in a final product that it's, it's something that you really love. What is it about that style that you really love? Um, I don't know, something I just gravitate towards. It's 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 funny because when I first started in high school and middle school and stuff like that, trying to do artwork, I was into comics and I read a lot of comics. So I was trying to mimic that style and not the best at that. So <laughs> I kind of started seeing like the old school, like Hanna-Barbera cartoons and things like that. And I'm like, you know, I, I can draw. That's more of how I can draw and create artwork. So just a natural progression is like, and, I, and it just always caught my eye, you know, with the use, especially going after going to college and you learn about typography and color, color theory and, and how, you know, when I started looking at the type that they would use in the fifties and sixties and the colors they would use, I'm like, this is awesome. And so classic and so unique. They would come up with so many different cool combinations of colors that you would never in a million years, like just think of like, like Mary Blair was absolute genius on her color choices and it's just it's amazing it's 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 i don't know i i i just love it i think that's why i i, I draw like that now so yeah i i i really enjoy that style we have a couple like we have a couple mcbiff pieces uh around the house as well and a couple actually we have a couple shag pieces and yeah. those are the uh, again so i mean between you shag and mcbiff uh you can pretty much imagine what what our living room looks like uh Very with that, that style yeah uh, are, has there been any 
uh, dream collaborations that you would like to do with artists? Oh, I don't know. That's, 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 <laughs> that's always tough because I, it's like, it's hard to collaborate. Like, I mean, I do a lot of stuff with, with Tom Whalen's an artist. I work with a lot on, on things. We always do art shows together. Um, not that we get along. We don't really get along. <laughs> it's a running joke, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's hard to like actually merge styles together, you know? Right. Um, I mean, I love shag stuff. McBiff's great. I do love all that stuff. But then I think sometimes when your stuff looks, when you're too close to each other, it might not be the best pairing. Like sometimes you got to go completely opposite on something like that doesn't like a, an artist that doesn't look anything like your stuff and then kind of work with them and see what you can come up with. But uh, it's tricky. So. Right. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. Now <clears throat> you mentioned, you know, prior to, you know, being hired by Disney and getting, you know, gallery, you were, uh, you were, were you, uh, buying or I guess, renting tables at conventions and, and artist alley. Is that what you were doing? Yeah, that's, yeah. You would just set up an artist alley and make fan art and sell it. And that's a lot of people started like out that way. And then they, you know, it's, it's one of those, it's like a, it's like a kind of like a fine line you got to walk because you have to like, make sure you don't infringe but at the same time, if by drawing other people's characters, it gets you noticed that you then get to officially do it. It's kind of a it's it's a good way to get in, so, right? Because trying to like sell your own original stuff right off the bat is tough because nobody knows what it is. They don't recognize it. But if you draw Spider Man or Batman or anything like that, they they immediately recognize it. And if it's your own unique spin on it, that kind of that definitely helps. I mean, that's you know. But it's like you also don't want to, you know, take anybody yeah, right. off. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> any any advice for any young artist out there that, that may be watching this, or not even necessarily young, but old artists that are getting into the the art game? Yeah, I, I always tell people just to really come up with like, you know, it's it's great to like be inspired by other artists and art, but really you have to find your own voice and come up with your own unique thing and just perfect that. That's, that's the most important thing. You got to be like an individual. You got to be the, the you, like the only one that does that. And then you stand out in the crowd. And right. I mean, your stuff will pair well with other artists like Jag and stuff like that because it kind of fits in that same realm, but it also has to look different than that. You don't want to like, you know, directly put something. And that's kind of where I fell into like an, in high school and stuff like that, drawing comics, like I would mimic these other comic artists' style, and I'm like, well, it's not me, you know. It's I'm drawing guys like Todd McFarlane and and Rob Liefeld and stuff like that. That right. was like comics in the in the early '90s, and it's like this isn't me at all. I love the comics, I love the characters, I like the art, but it's not what I my stuff's going to look like. So I I'm glad I kind of broke off from that and developed my own style. I think that is the best advice I can give to any artist coming out there is just be unique, you know? Awesome. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, being that this is the first episode of the year, uh, last year we, we did a thing called the Milo Beasley show frequently asked questions, where I asked the same questions to every guest. We're going to do a little twist on that this year. So we're going to start off with, so again, it's the Milo Beasley show frequently asked questions. 
We're going to change up the questions this year. And Dave, you're going to be the first. Oh, good. The first to experience the, the brand new questions. So question number one, what was the first concert that you attended? Are these all like, like things to get into my password? Is it like, what's my mother's, <laughs> name? mother's maiden name? Uh, my first concert was actually the the band The Hooters uh, at the Tower Theater in, in, in Philadelphia. I was, uh, I think I was 12. I don't know, it's an 80s band. Do you, you know The Hooters? I I don't. They did uh, And We Danced and All You Zombies was their two 80s hits. Okay, I know the song. Like keyboard, like I don't know what it's called. It's like a harmophone or something. It's like a weird keyboard that you could blow into. That was like one of their weird instruments they would play. But they're they're also like a like a they came out of Philadelphia, the Hooters. So, oh yeah, so that that was my first concert. Yeah. Question number two: Do you believe in ghosts? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I play Pac Man. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. ever had anything uh spooky happen to you uh i don't i don't think so i've probably been freaked out thinking i was gonna get like there was something haunting but i don't think i've ever been in anywhere where i i, I would stay clear of it if anybody's like oh that house is haunted like and i'm not staying there <laughs> <laughs> all right question number three this is a little curveball on a on a, a question that gets asked a lot but in a movie about your life who would play your parents? Oh, huh. So my dad would be Bob Euchre from yes. Major League Fame and Mr. Belvedere. Um, who would play my mom? I don't know. I almost think George. Who was who was to play George's mom? George Costanza's mom on Seinfeld. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I can't think of her name. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably insulting to her though, but. <laughs> Well, <laughs> she'd be like, she'll watch it be like, well, you think really? I sound is, that like that? Is, that, is that what I sound like? Yeah. So <laughs> question number four, who is your favorite person to follow on social media? Oh, well, that's easy. That's gritty. hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, yeah. I'm guilty as well as, uh, as, as well. And now, Hopefully this 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 may end up being the same answer. But again, um, besides gritty, you know, you've done a lot of conventions. You've you know been at D, you know twenty three. You, you've been all over the place. But what has been your biggest fanboy moment? Where you just absolutely fanned out about meeting somebody, or they were in the room and you you know can't control two, yourself. I have two two on this. Okay, one. this is this is it. So first one, I was in. LA one time and I and I heard a, there was an art show going on and it was the artist was Nathan Hamill and his dad is Mark Hamill so I said to my wife I said hey there's this art show we should go to it at the opening because maybe his dad will be there because why wouldn't his dad show up to his son's art show and he was there and I was like I gotta go over and so I went over and I talked to him and he talked to me and it was the weirdest conversation with Mark Hamill. Cause it's not like what you would think. It's not like I get to go over to him and talk to him about being Luke Skywalker. He talked to me, he asked me where I was from. And I said, Philadelphia. And then he started talking to me about tax credits in filming in Philadelphia. I could care less, but I was so just immersed in this conversation with Luke Skywalker that I was, that was 
my one, my number one. And then my second was I got to visit Sesame Street where they filmed Sesame Street and the woman's taken us on the tour. And she asked if there's anybody I'd want to meet. And I didn't really understand what the question was. It was like, like the actors that are on the set, you know, the people. And she goes, no, any of the Muppets. Do you want to meet any of the Muppets? And I'm a huge Bert fan. Like I, I love Bert. So I just said, is, is Bert here? Like he's like a person. <laughs> right. Said, Let me go check to see if he's in the back. And I'm thinking, what's going on here? It's so weird. <laughs> so they come out and it's the, it's uh, the, the the guy who does Bert, he brings out Bert and he starts talking to me as Bert. And I'm like, just talking, I'm looking at the puppet, talking to Bert and not even paying attention to the guy. Like I had a conversation with Bert. It was, it was amazing. <laughs> so those are my two, two fans. Just being on the set of Sesame Street was, was awesome. Just being there. Yeah. That's uh that's going to be, that's going to be amazing. So you got your picture with Bert then I, I assume. Bert, I met Cookie Monster, Grover, Oscar, uh, Snuffleupagus, <laughs> slimy the that's, worm, and the weirdest thing was when we were on the tour. I was with my friend, and we went on the tour, and Will Wheaton was also on a tour the same exact time. So it was like <sighs> it was like worlds colliding because I like watch. I love Next Generation, Star Trek Next Generation. I'm like oh my god, this is, I got Sesame Street Muppets. I got Wesley Crusher. I don't know what's going on. My head's gonna explode. <laughs> it's too much. What a, what a day! It was nuts. Yeah. <sighs> I can't even, I can't even imagine, man. I, God, I want to get the Sesame Street yeah. so bad. Um, and then our, our second of our, our uh, two mini games, this one's a little bit easier. It's called the Milo Beasley Show Top 5. I'm going to ask you a random question. You're going to give me uh, your top five answers. No particular order. Just the first things that come to your head. Okay. So today we're going to do top five favorite breakfast cereals as a kid. Oh, okay. I could do this one. <laughs> I got uh Count Chocula, uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Golden Grams, and then this is this is kind of cheating because they're both the, technically the same cereal, but they are my absolute favorite cereal. It was the, the 90s Spider-Man cereal, and then the 80s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cereal is my absolute favorite that they don't make in any kind of form anymore. It's I don't know if you've ever had it. It was... I, I, yes. I remember the Ninja, I 100% remember Ninja Turtles, but I mean, you would think that, I mean, they're bringing back weird stuff all the time. Like a couple of years ago, they brought back Ecto Cooler and the High C. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping, fingers crossed they bring that back because there is no other serial configuration that kind of like, you can always kind of find stuff. Like a lot of stuff was basically Captain Crunch in a different form. Like the G.I. Joe cereal was like this little, the stars. And then they did a Muppet cereal that was like that. They were like, basically captain crunch right the ninja turtles and the spider-man cereal was these like sugar-coated rice checks with those little marshmallow marmots like the, the, yeah. it is so good i would <laughs> i would love to relive that just eat a bowl of that i would i would go nuts yeah uh, so before we wrap up where can folks find you on the social medias or in your website uh it's dave perillo art Dot com is my website. And then on social media, I go by uh, at Monigog, M-O-N-T-Y-G-O-G. -G. And then I'm on Twitter and Instagram. I'm not on the Facebook or whatever it's, I don't even know what it's called now. What is it like Meta or something? Is that yeah. Well, Meta's like the, the parent company for like, so what it's Instagram and, and Facebook are owned by the same people, right? Something like that. I think so. Cause they messed up the whole, uh, algorithm on how things come in and it's it's not good it's it, no. yeah so 
but it's good for like this it's good for art it's it's a good way to get you know and and twitter i'm just on there i don't know why i'm really on there but it's it's like another platform to be on there but twitter is a very volatile platform <laughs> you go on there and you say i like pizza and you got 50 people like hate and you're like what is pizza <laughs> i don't know what i did it's so i it's so toxic man it's i made like a star wars joke the other day and i had like 50 people was like yeah this is incorrect you didn't i was like oh my god <laughs> i just i i made a i so i made a john madden joke after he died yeah i said here's a man who lived until he died because that's what john madden would say about somebody right. and I, I had so many people unfollow right. me yeah. i was like you can't anyway so uh again uh Saturday, starting Saturday, January 15th, all the way till Friday, January 1st, a whole week at the Epcot International Festival of the Arts. So uh, what can folks expect uh, if they come up and, and to your uh, to the Wonderground Gallery to meet you? Um, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll be there. I don't know. I'll just sign. I'll sign whatever you want. Uh, oh, it's got to be Disney stuff. That's their, their rule. The, um, okay. So, all right. So there, there's a rule. It has to be Disney stuff. Yeah, and you can bring your own Disney stuff. And they, they sometimes like say you're only allowed to sign certain thing amount of things, but I don't, you know, I'm usually cool with that. If you have like I had a guy message me and he said he's got a bunch of my stuff. I said, you can bring it on, I'll make sure I get it signed for him. So um and I have one more piece debuting um that I haven't shown off yet. So I think I'm Yeah, so is it can we get a can we get a hint about uh a park that it may uh reside in? It's uh it's in Hollywood Studios. I will say that. Ooh. All right. <laughs> well, I will uh I will definitely be there at at Festival of the Arts. I'm definitely going to come by, say hi and pick up those pieces. That Spaceship Earth is amazing. I know last time if uh if you're out there and you're watching and you're on the fence, honestly, go that first weekend because there's stuff that will sell out. Oh yeah. That that first weekend. So if you're, if you're thinking about getting that spaceship earth piece, the orange bird piece, maelstrom piece, these things will sell out. I know firsthand because I, I was there the, the last, last week and they, they were sold out of all of my stuff. So I said this year, I'm going to go the first week. So they actually have my stuff to sign. So, um, cause they don't, they, I mean, it was tough for them to get it restocked. They would sell out so fast and then they wouldn't get it back in in time. And then, you know, I felt Absolutely. bad. I, I, I'm, I am a victim of waiting too long in the game to, to go get the, yeah, the I always tell people with Disney stuff, if you see it, don't sit on it. If you want it, just get yeah. it. Cause stuff with anything in the Disney parks, like if you don't grab it right away, it might, you might not ever find it again. It's, you don't know how they restock things. I don't, I don't know how they restock things. I don't know what goes uh, on over there. Well, again, thank you so much for coming on and chatting with me, chatting about gritty, yeah. uh, chatting about uh, you know uh, the, the Disney life. Yeah. Um, anything know. left uh, before we wrap up? Nah, I think that's. I think I'm yeah good. Just pray it. Pray it doesn't snow next week, so I can get down there. I got to get down to that warm weather. So yeah, come that's come down. Cool. 80, 80 degrees every day. Yeah, I don't want that. I don't want that Florida winter though. I got down there one year and it was it went down into the forties and I wasn't having that. I need <laughs> I need 80, 70 degree weather. Right. Yeah. You can't hit blizzard beach in 40 degree. Uh, uh, no, I couldn't even go to the pool. It was awful. <laughs> yeah. All right. So thank you for, for joining me and thank you everybody for watching. Uh, don't forget hit that subscribe button, like share, do all that other stuff, but most importantly, tell your friends and uh, we'll see you next week.